Section 149 of the Lincoln Storybook by Henry L. Williams. The Apples of His Eye. Read for LibriVox.org by Magdalena Cook. The Apples of His Eye. Up in the state, out of my way, says the narrator, there was a farmer in the days when his sort were not called agriculturists. He kept an orchard at the same time without being called a horticulturist. He was just another kind of Johnny Appleseed, for he doted on apples and used to beg slips and seeds of any new variety until he had 182 trees in his big orchard. I have counted them, and longed for them, early, mid, and late harvest. He fit off the bug and the blight and the worm like a wizard. If there was one anything save his orchard he doted upon, it was his daughter of his, her name being Rose and all that you can cram of lush and bright red and rosy-posy nicety into that name. And yet he hankered much on the latest addition to his garden, a New York State apple, as he sent for and tended to at a great outlay of time anyway. This here daughter and that there apple tree were his delights. You might say the rose and the baldwin, that were the brand of the fruit, were the apples of his two eyes. Well, there were two men around there who cast sheep's eyes, not to say wolfish ones, at the fruit and the girl. They both expected to have the other by getting the one. Well, one of those days the pair of young fellows lounged along and kind of propped up the old man's fence around the orchard. They was looking out of the tail of the eye more for the rose than the other thing in the garden, but they could not help spying the Baldwin. It was the off year anyhow for apples, and this here one being first in fruiting had been spared in but one blossom, and so the old man cared for it with prodigious love. As mostly comes to pass with special fruit, this one being petted, throve, well, you have no idea how an apple tender to can thrive. It was big and red and mellow. Well, one of the fellows being the cutest, he saw the other had his cane with him and was sparing a windfall every now and then and seeing how close he could come to flipping the ears of a hog wallering down the lane, or mayhap a horse looking over the paddock fence. Then a notion struck him. Lem, said he, for the rival's name was Lem, for Lemuel. Lem, he says, I bet you a dollar you can't fire at that lone apple and knock it off the stem. A dollar coin, for they were talking in coonskins them times. So Lem, he takes the bet, and sticking an apple on the switch, sends it kiting with such accuracy of aim, that it plumps the Baldwin ka-chung in the plum centre, and away fly both apples. Then, while he grabbed the dollar, the girl and the old soul came out, and the old soul saw the pet apple rolling half-dented at his feet, and the girl ran between him and the two men. But the fellow who was such a good shot, he sees a little too late what he had lost for a dollar, and he scooted, with the old man invoking all the cusses of Herod against him. The other fellow, he opened the gate as bold as a brazen calf, and said, anticipating the old man, Oh, I don't come for apples. I want to spark your daughter. End of section 149. This recording is in the public domain.